All right, hello everyone. Welcome to my weekly live cast. That's just what I'm calling it now, live cast, because you know I'm you know I'm doing them live. It's not really like a podcast, but it kind of is. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know if uh, if I haven't met you yet, hi, I'm Calvin, uh, and today I'm just gonna be talking about the introvert's advantage. So here's here's the thing. Um, it's not inherently better if you're introverted or extroverted, right? Let's just let's just get that clear. It's not like being one is better than the other. It's just that each have their own preference um, and they just interact with the world differently, you know? So it's not a way to judge whether someone is like a good or a bad person or how good or how bad a person is. It's just, you know, it's a personality thing, right? Usually we're born with it and we just stick to whatever we are. Sometimes we change, but it's just, it just happens to be equality. And I happen to be introverted, so this is why I'm talking about it. Um, but yeah, that being said, I do believe that extroverts have a significant advantage, um, at least in this world, right? Because of how important communication and social interaction is like extroverts tend to thrive in social interactions because it's energizing for them and it's natural. Like, whereas for introverts like myself, it can be pretty draining to have to carry conversations with a lot of people in a group setting. And because of that, most of the attention just naturally lands on the extroverts. Like, you know, all the attention, all the spotlight just goes to them. Even growing up and like going to school, the students that participate more and are more vocal, they're generally generally favored and perceived as more intelligent simply because they're participating more, right? They're just perceived as more intelligent by teachers, by adults. And in business, and especially in sales, actually, I'd say more so in sales rather than general business, you need to have great communication skills and extroverts just naturally have more experience, more hours logged in because they've grown up talking. You know, they're more comfortable talking with other people. They're more comfortable meeting and socializing. Uh, even when it comes to networking, extroverts just have the advantage because it's a natural process for them. But big but here, <laughs> I think there's actually a ton of opportunity for introverts to match and even surpass extroverts when it comes to building up a brand, uh, building up a network or building up a business even. And I'd, I'd say that based on my own experiences, um, my own observations and conversations with other introverts, um, at least those that are, sim that are similar to me who've like really worked on themselves and really understood what makes introverts more successful when it comes to, you know, business and all those kind of things, right? Um, I'd say we actually have an advantage in the social game and climbing the ladder just because of our unique qualities. So, for example, introverts are usually really good at listening to others, especially without interrupting. Like, that that's key right there. Listening to others without interrupting and people just tend to trust us and feel safe or comfortable around us because they feel like they've been fully heard and heard without judgment, right? That That's a really key thing because like think of the last conversation that you had. Were you interrupted at all? Because chances are you were interrupted at least once, right? Um, and it's not because the other person is being rude. It's because they have their own input that they want to share versus I'd say most introverts are able to carry a conversation with full attention but without interrupting. And I think that's really key. Um, 
So if you want to use that quality to your advantage, here, here, here's what you do, all right? Um, basically, you lock someone down in a one-on-one -on -one conversation, and you try and figure out what their pain points are, okay? So everyone always has something that they're struggling with, and it should be your goal to try to get them to confide in you voluntarily, all right? This might sound like low-key manipulative, but like just, just hang in with me there. I mean, it is kind of manipulative, I guess, if you want to think about it that way. But it works and it, it can be genuine, right? Like, I mean, I'm gonna I'm about to give you a strategy, but don't think of it as like <laughs> some evil strategy, but just think of it as a way to utilize your strength effectively in a business setting, right? So you lock someone down in a one-on-one -on -one conversation and there are usually two types of pain points, right? So there's surface level pain points and underlying need type of pain points. Now, surface level pain points, they're usually pretty easy to get to or to pick up on because these are the things that people complain about. Like, oh, um, my back hurts. Sorry, man, that makes me seem so old. Okay, let's not say my back hurts. But, uh, you know, typical stuff that people complain about or um, homework. Homework is an easy example. Like, oh, man, got so much homework to do, right? Stuff that people complain about. Those are all like surface level pains, right? They're, they're there but they're not like super crucial to their existence. Um, versus underlying needs, uh, people won't usually talk about those openly, but there are ways to figure them out based on their vocal tone, their body language, um, especially when they talk about specific things. Um, even based on what their surface pains are and what they're passionate about, like as you converse with someone, you can try to figure out what their underlying needs are and it's actually not too difficult because if you're talking to an extrovert, they like to talk. So, you know, you'll, you'll just figure it out. But underlying needs are basically the things that you don't really share very quickly with someone you don't know. Like it takes a level of trust because everyone has like their own barriers, right? Um, some more than others. But for example, let's say... Oh man, this is this is not a good example because I'm not married. But let's pretend I was married and I'm like struggling with like a bad relationship with my like wife, right? Let's just use that as an example. I know it's a bad one, but that would definitely be an underlying pain point that people won't normally talk about, right? So your goal as an introvert in a one-on-one -on -one conversation is to get the other person to voluntarily share with you, like confide in you, their underlying pain point, right? Um, and there's a lot of reasons for that, uh, why it's important, but you know, I'll, I'll get to it. So, <sighs> the key is letting them talk as long as possible, right? Without interrupting them. Because the more they talk, the more information you have to work with. And as they talk, you can try to figure out what their underlying pain points are and ask questions or make comments that lead to them bringing it up in conversation. Right? Even if you don't offer a solution to their problem, the moment they share sensitive information with you, you know they're yours. Because, okay, this is what's happening in their mind and in the, uh, happening in their mind while you're playing the conversation, all right? In the beginning of the conversation, it's just small talk, all right? They're not expecting you to actually pay attention, right? Like, how many of you have been in that kind of social setting? It's about nothing. Like you talk about the day, you talk about the weather, you talk about the news. Like no one expects you to pay attention, all right? Um, or even to genuinely care about whatever they have to say. As they continue to talk, they're thinking that, oh, you know, this person's either really polite because they're letting me just spew 
conversation, like dominate the conversation, or they think that you're extremely interested in whatever they ha- in whatever they have to say, whatever they're sharing. You could even respond like sympathetically uh, while you know referencing a few details they may have like mentioned earlier in the conversation. You know, like if I complained about the weather, like later on, um, you could re- repeat that back to them. Like, oh yeah, like it's way too cold for Southern California. All right. That's just an example. But anyways, you want to be a little bit sympathetic when you respond as they're, you know, telling you a problem and surprise them by mentioning a few of those details to make them believe that you actually heard what they're saying and that you're actually listening. So at this point, you've made them feel validated as a human being. And this is where the walls start to come down, right? Because people are not accustomed to receiving genuine and focused attention. Okay. They naturally feel indebted to those who give it and there's usually a level of trust that is built as a result of the emotions in play okay so if you're listening to someone and you know they're just babbling upon babbling about whatever even if it's not important if you demonstrate that you are listening attentively there is automatically just a level of trust that is built and they are surprised and they feel like they have an actual like some level of relationship with you because you care about what they're saying all right um, yeah, so there, there's that level of trust. And when they do reveal to you their underlying struggle, whatever it is, you're going to do three things. All right. So first you're going to reword and repeat back to uh, repeat back the pain point to them. Um, just so they know that you understand what they're going through and to facilitate that feeling of validation. Okay. Second, you're going to encourage them in a way that helps them feel bigger than whatever problem they're dealing with. And then third, you're going to just add a touch of optimism, you know, to the conversation. Uh, it could be just some sort of optimistic remark, right? Um, just to get them to chuckle or smile or laugh or, you know, something like that. Um, and if they say, you know, like, you're right, like, dude, you're golden. Like, if you say, like, yeah, but at least blah, 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 like something positive, and if they chuckle, like, <laughs> yeah, you're right. And then, you know, just ends the conversation. That That is like a great position to be in. Um, and the order is actually really important because you want to validate them first. Ooh, sorry, my hand still kind of hurts. Validate them first and encourage them second because it comes off as a lot more authentic or genuine. Um, and you want to end with the optimism because it helps end the conversation fluidly. Um, and it also closes the memory on a high note with the other person feeling good about themselves, feeling good about the world. And I don't know if you've read the book, How to Make Friends and Influence Others, but how people feel in their conversation with you is actually really important because few people actually remember the details of what they talked about, but they'll remember how you made them feel. So if you make them feel good about themselves, they're going to remember that and therefore have like a better, stronger relationship with you moving forward, whether that be in a friendship or whether that be like in business, anything like that. Um, so yeah, when you've executed the conversation successfully, the other person feels heard, feels validated, trusts you, and now associates you with a positive memory. And with all that accomplished, you can easily leverage that relationship to make a sale, for example, right? Like if you're on the phone with someone, you're trying to make a sale, you just listen to their problems, figure out what their actual pain points are, make them feel heard, validated, um, make them feel that they can trust you. And it's so easy to make a sale. Once you have that in that position, have them in that position, 
right? Um, and it's also easy for moving up like the corporate ladder, right? If you're talking to a manager and a manager is sharing a problem with you, you demonstrate that you have heard and you understand their problem. That already puts you in a huge advantageous position because like, you know what the problem is, right? Most people just don't listen. Most people don't listen fully or allow someone to explain themselves fully without being interrupted. So that is a unique thing that you can do and leverage that for an advantageous position for your, for yourself, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, typically introverts, they have an advantage over extroverts in working alone, observing human behavior and empathizing with others. Cause like what I just mentioned earlier, that, that's just one example of an introvert strength that you can capitalize on. But if you think about it, our kit of characteristics looks like it's set up for hustling really hard or understanding the real problems of people, like what people are actually struggling with. And it's great for us just winning over hearts. You know, like if we're able to make people feel safe and comfortable and people trust us, that's like a golden ticket to like having an advocate for something or making a sale or getting a referral, stuff like that. Um, I'd say the main thing holding us back is just not knowing how to channel or restore our energy properly, because that, that's a huge thing that extroverts have over introverts. Extroverts like replenish their energy by being around other people versus introverts typically struggle being around with other people just because it, it drains energy. Not that we don't like people. It's just draining. Um, social anxiety is a big thing. Um, and of course being comfortable in social settings. So those are the things holding us back. That's where extroverts definitely have an advantage. But there's a lot of ways to fix that. And there's a lot of different strategies that, you know, I can obviously share with you if you want to like message me in, independently. Message me directly, stuff like that. We can talk about it. And of course, I can do another live stream. I was just concerned that today's might be a little bit too long. But before I end this uh, live cast, I just want to share with you a story of how I actually overcame a lot of my own personal struggles with like social anxiety. So going back to earlier, I mentioned uh, one of my buddies, my manager at the time, uh, I feel bad, I shouldn't use the air quotes. He, he did a good job. My, my manager at the time for my music and performing stuff, he confronted me, told me, hey, Calvin, if you want to be successful, if you want to go anywhere in life, you need to get better at people. You need to get better with your social skills. You need to get better at communicating. So here, here, here's what I did. All right. For, for those of you in here who are introverted, like don't die on me. Cause I know this sounds intimidating. I went to UCI for undergrad and there are shuttles that go between like the student housing apartments to campus. And I lived at, um, UTC Norte, wait, not UTC, VDC, <laughs> VDC Norte. Okay. So I lived on a hill in a bunch of apartments. Uh, and I would take the shuttle every day or almost every day to go to school, go to campus for class, right? So what I did was every time I took the shuttle, um, I should put air quote, every time I took the shuttle alone, right? So not when I was with friends, but whenever I took the shuttle alone, I would talk to one person that I did not know. And I would talk to them the whole time I was in transit, whether that be to campus or that be going back to my apartment. And that had to have been the most challenging thing I've ever done in my life. Like, oh my gosh, it was so awkward. Like, can you imagine you're on a bus, you're trying to go to school, you're getting ready for class. And all of a sudden this like random Asian dude just starts talking to you like for no reason. Right. Um, by the way, full disclosure, I always tried to talk to guys when I could, 
I would only talk to girls if there was like no guys or like the bus was completely empty. But I think I only talked to girls like t- two or three times. Everyone else was just guys because it's kind of creepy if a guy just talks to a girl like for no reason. So I'm not encouraging any guys out there to just randomly talk with girls and bother them because they probably don't want that. But yeah, I'll just talk with someone every time I rode the bus and the topic always varied. Like I would try to find excuses, you know, like weather is really easy. Weather is a really easy one because if it's anything but sunny in Southern California, that is like, that's such a conversation starter. If it is raining in Southern California, oh my gosh, it's so easy to talk about. You literally talk about how people don't know how to drive (laughs) in the rain or I mean Southern Californians or anyways, like there are people who know how to drive in the rain, but not Southern Californians. Um, if there's finals week coming up, you can talk about finals. Uh, same thing with like midterms or if like there's like a restaurant opening up. Um, but yeah, I would literally just find some sort of excuse to talk to one person. And that was my way of kind of breaking out of my shell and being more comfortable with conversations with people I did not know. Like, honestly, I don't think it ever stopped being awkward because I... St- I mean, I don't struggle with it, but it feels weird to me whenever I talk, oops, but I'm a lot more comfortable and I'm a lot more capable at talking with people because I did that for a full year. All right, guys, like what, what is that? Like nine, nine to 10 months of almost every day taking the shuttle and talking to someone new that I did not know. If you are struggling with social anxiety, I I dare you to do that because it is the hardest thing in the world, but it will improve your life so much if you are an introvert or even if you just struggle with conversation and struggle with social anxiety. But yeah, that that was my way of dealing with it. And there's a lot of other ways that you can approach it as well. Um, For example, like messaging people on Instagram. Dude, people are hella friendly on Instagram. Just don't be creepy, right? Um, you can make friends really easily. There's also a lot of different networks. Like for example, I recently, I can't say I recently joined ACN cause I've been, I've kind of been in it, but I recently started participating in more conversation. There's a lot of ways that you can just approach someone one-on-one through the internet because social media is the thing. So if you struggle with conversation, struggle with social anxiety, I would challenge you to try that out. Um, just to wrap up this episode, there's a lot more potential strengths strengths that introverts can have, um, especially when it comes to business settings. And all it takes is to just really look hard at yourself. Think about your strengths, like your, your own behaviors and how you can utilize them advantageously in social settings, right? Like talking one-on-one is huge because some people, they like to talk to a whole group. Some people like to be the spotlight. If you don't like to be the spotlight, that's great. Just pull someone aside one-on-one. Also, RJ is requesting to be in my live video. This has not happened before, but I'm going to do it. Um, Let's see. I think he's waiting to connect. This has never happened before in one of my uh, live casts, so this is, that's exciting. While we're waiting for him to connect. Oh, hey, what's up, man? What's up, brother? How's it going? Yeah, I'm just doing a, a live cast about the introvert's advantage. It's like, it's not a book yet, but it's basically something I've been writing and talking about for a long time now, because I feel like a lot of people who are introverted struggle a lot with communicating with like social social settings and just feeling disadvantaged in the world, like in general, because, you know, they're not as vocal. 
but I think they actually have a lot of traits that can really benefit them. And I just, I'm just challenging them to get out of their shell, basically. For sure. Yeah, I was listening to it. And you were like speaking to my heart. Like I'm, <laughs> I, like I'm introverted. And it took a long, long time to tell and just, just like finally talk to people. So I was totally vibing with everything you were saying. Yeah, dude. And it's so hard, right? But yeah. once you get over the fear and once you've practiced enough, it just, it gets easier. It does, I feel like it doesn't get less awkward, but it gets easier. And because of that, you're able to just make more connections and you end up benefiting a lot of other people because, you know, every one of us, we have unique qualities, we have unique experiences, and we can all like help each other by sharing those things. Definitely. And the thing I want to add, it's kind of lagging, so I don't know if you stopped talking, but <laughs> the thing I want to add is uh, something that you, like your superpower is being genuine. And I want you to speak about that because I feel like if introverts, they want to be someone that they're not, and you're really genuine and that like shines through and that really helps you build those relationships. So I just want people to know that I felt it. I know it and they have to know it. Just be genuine. Just be the awkward self because they're not <laughs> going to like someone that's fake. If you were mm -hmm. fake, I wouldn't be your friend. I wouldn't follow you, but you're genuine, man. I just, I appreciate that. Thank you, man. Thank you so much for your words. And yeah, for everyone else like watching, just be yourself. It's okay to be awkward. Honestly, it comes off as more authentic anyway. So just be you. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you everyone for watching this live cast. Uh, I'll upload it to YouTube at some point eventually. But uh, yeah, thanks for joining me and I'll see you ne next week, Thursday at 7pm. Have a good night, man.